Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach Podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how to use all these brain tools, all this neuroscience research that's coming out of neuroscience labs, of all kinds of research institutions, all these tools to learn how to make yourself feel look and do your absolute best. And today, guys, is definitely about doing. Doing when it matters the most. Today we're talking, we're continuing our conversation about the choke, this phenomenon that researchers, scientists, uh, practitioners call when we can do our, our best or at least better performance. But we do our worst or just worse, not something that we are actually capable of. And it usually happens when we have a high-stakes situation, when we are under stress or we're anxious, when we are worried. It can be a job interview, it can be an important presentation, it can be an important pitch, it can be an athletic event, right? Like, you have all the skills better than a lot of other people, but somehow those people uh, go, go ahead and you are left behind because you didn't show up as your best, like you didn't deliver what you were capable of. It can be also a test at school or university or maybe some test at work, or maybe you're about to again make a, a marriage proposal or uh, meet the person who's going to be your life partner, right? And you show up and you just don't show up as your best, Um, whether forgetting certain things, saying things that you shouldn't say, or doing things that you shouldn't do, right? And being worried and all over the place and just not being your best self. And that's how a lot of us might lose a lot of our best opportunities in life. It's not that we didn't have it in us is that we didn't deliver it at the right moment. And the reason for that phenomenon to happen, for the choke to happen, is our best performance has a lot to do with our prefrontal cortex, this most thinking part of the brain that is right behind our forehead. And that's the one that puts together all of the pieces of our skills and our personality and our experience and delivers certain aspects of performance on purpose. And so if that thing doesn't work right or it's occupied by worries, by anxieties, by uh, thoughts about what you should avoid or what went wrong some other you know time in your life or the time before, right? If that part of your brain that is responsible to del- for delivering your best performance is occupied with all of that stuff, it's like running a lot, a lot of programs on your computer. You know what happens when you run a lot, a lot of programs on your computer at the same time? Your computer slows down and very often it would just stop, freeze, shut down, not do much, right, until you restart it, you free up this working memory that actually what they call in the brain working memory that is responsible for delivering this best performance, bringing it all together, right, in your brain and in your body. So when you run the programs of worries and anxiety and thinking about um, maybe negative stereotypes that can be applicable to you, or thinking about your past negative experience, or, you know, we have all these memories and we remember all the things that didn't work out. Um, 
we need to remember them, you know, to learn from them, hopefully. But a lot of times they hold us back and we start thinking them more often. And when the stakes are high, we're like, well, what what if this happens? What if I, you know, fuck up again, etc. And that, what studies, what research shows, really, really uh, makes our, our performance, worsens our performance. Um, trying to figure out the right word, right? We just do not deliver what we have based on our skills, based on our training, based on our experience. So how do you go around that? Well, yesterday we covered everything that has to do with better self-talk and some writing exercises, right? So please check back the episode that we did um, last time, that we did yesterday, and learn about the self-talk strategies to do right before or as often as possible also. that high-stakes situation, again, that can be pitched to investors, that can be interviewing for an important job, that can be proposing some idea to collaborate um, with some institutions, companies, or uh, people, leaders, um, that can be inviting someone on a date uh, and um, or initiating the first contact, right? That can be uh, preparing for the test, well, not preparing, but actually doing the task, um, some sort of maybe education or maybe at work um, or competition. Um, It can be sports competition. It can be some um, coding competition. Um, Any sorts of high-stakes situation that if you do your best, it can change the course of your life. So I'm talking about those situations. And again, the self-talk strategies in detail we covered yesterday. So today we're going to talk about two aspects, how to make sure that the other side is more positively inclined towards receiving your best performance, like they will give you the benefit of the doubt, like a couple of things that you can do to make the other side uh, believe in you more and wanting you to succeed a little bit more, even though they might just see you the first time, like at the job interview, right? And then we're going to talk about thinking strategies um, and where to put your focus if you want to deliver your best performance. Really short strategies, really straightforward. And the trick, of course, or the key to unlock your best performance with these tools is to apply them and train them and use them as often as possible if you want to get consistent results. So first, let's start with how to make the other side perceive you in a more positive way, like you have your shit together and you're a great person and they want to work with you. So a couple of things. Number one, prime. In the book Choke, they call it schema, creating the schema. So basically, our brain loves when it has the structure before putting all the information in, before remembering all this information. So what it means when you are, for example, at a job interviewer or you are at and, you know, pitching something to um, a small group of people that you can see, you know, the effect of what you're doing, you can influence, you interact, not so much public speaking because there is like, you know, huge crowd and you don't really see how you affect them. But you can also use this to, again, make your audience your raving fans who want you to succeed. So schema, what is schema? I started talking about that. It's priming your brain again to put the information about 
well, in this case, it's not priming your brain, it's priming the brain of other people to put the information about you, what they experience uh, when they interact with you, to put that into a more positive context. Not necessarily positive, but the context that you create. So, for example, when you at a job interview, start with things that are good about you, why you're so great for this position. Don't mind, but emphasize the things that are great about yourself in relation to this specific position. Or if you are pitching something or presenting something, then also create a positive picture first. Like, why is this idea so great for these people? And put together upfront uh, a few points, a couple of points. You don't need to do, uh, you know, a whole thing, but two, three points um, or even one, but very powerful one that will create a positive context for your audience. Like, why is this thing so great and so perfect for them? And then you can start going through your presentation or, you know, you can get into the job interviewer. But ask first, like, for example, if you're at a job interviewer, um, if they are about to ask you questions, you can start. But let me first um, tell you um, a little bit why I believe I can be really great for this position and I can really help you to um, perhaps solve X problem. You know, it's always great to come up with some research before the interview or before the interaction. So say that first, it's got to be short. You know, you don't want to like start talking for 10, 15 minutes. It's got to be short, but that will create a very powerful, positive context, uh, a prism, some sort or set of glasses, right? Um, Kind of like a lens through which the person on the other side will start viewing all the facts about you. So it's a very powerful concept, guys. And you can apply it to yourself, to your self-talk, but also again, to influence people, your audience on the other side. So set up this stage first with something positive and powerful that's going to color or tint uh, the rest of the content. So this is number one. Number two, mimic and mirror your uh, audience, the person who you're interacting with. What it means is when people see you moving in the same way, like for example, they're sitting cross-legged and you also sit cross-legged, simple as that. Or when their head is to one side and your head is also to that side. Or maybe they're holding their chin, or maybe their um, palms or arms in a certain position. So if you do that, not in a creepy way that is super obvious, but in a subtle way, um, maybe giving a few seconds of delays when the person changes their position, when you mimic people, when you mimic their facial expressions, um, their verbal expression, right, the words, the way they say, the metaphors they use, they, it makes the person think that you really understand them, that you and them are on the same page. And when we feel that we are on the same page, when we are the same tribe, when we are trying to do the same thing, everything that you do and say going to be perceived more positive and as a benefit, not, uh, you know, a lot of things can be perceived as benefits or negative things. And when you make the other person feel like you are on the same page with them, like you are very similar. And again, by mimicking their posture, their tone of voice, their pace, their vocabulary, all of those things in a subtle way, not in a creepy way. Again, that's important um, difference. When you 
mirror this person, it will create this we're on the same page vibe, right? And we understand each other. And everything that you say in the context of this situation will be perceived in your favor more than not. Um, so these tools are very powerful, right? So prime, start with something positive and powerful about why you're so great for this specific situation. If you are giving a public talk, then you can start something about positive, why you're there, why you're about to deliver something transformational to your audience, what kind of experience you have. Again, it's got to be short. People have shorter attention span. And also creating this vibe to be on the same page, right? So find out a little bit more about your audience, who they are, where they're from, what they do, what they can care about. It doesn't have to be precise. But try to figure out what common things you have and focus on that. So mirror, um, they in the book, they call it mimicry. You want to create this feeling of sameness. And again, for the audience, big audience, you can find out about their background and talk about that. If you can mimic person's gestures, if you're in close proximity, then that's what you do, right? You're creating this feeling that you are uh, someone who's going to bring this positive change in their world. And also you are on the same page. So these tools will help you to do that. Um, and a couple of things what to focus your mind on. Number one, focus on what you want to deliver and say instead of what you want to avoid. Because and at the moments of stress, your brain's capacity to think is diminished. And so if you have to worry about things you don't need to say, your, your brain's ability to... Um, stop those thoughts or those actions, depending on the situations, is diminished. And that's why whatever is on your mind, it most probably will come to the surface. So to avoid that, when your resources under stress are diminished, to avoid this, you focus only on what you want to say, what you want to do, what kind of performance you want to deliver. Only on that, you have to figure out, and meditation, by the way, helps with that, you have to figure out a way to think, to focus on only what you want to say, what you want to show, what you want to deliver, not what you want to avoid. Um, because this inhibition of things that you don't want is very, very weak when we are in the moments of stress, when we are in high stakes situations. Now, a practice that you can do to make yourself more comfortable presenting and delivering your best um, in the situations of high stress, high stakes, practice in public, uh, practice starting something new, something that you're not comfortable with, uh, participate in improv class or do something like Toastmasters. I did that totally stressful experience. But after that, you get so much better when you do it again and again and again. Then whenever other high stakes or high stress situation comes, you're like, I've done this. You know, I've done similar stuff. So your brain will perform better in the situations that you are accustomed to. That That's what you're trying to do with this practice is put yourself in uncomfortable situations, speak in public, do toasted uh I don't know, among people who you don't know, maybe it's Christmas party, New Year's party, and you don't know those people. So uh, stand up and do some toast. Even if it's silly and everybody thinks you are the silliest person and weirdest person out there, but you did that and that will help your brain to get accustomed to uncomfortable situations and performing and showing up. 
Besides focusing on what you want to say, what you want to deliver, the final outcome, you want to focus also on the positive, how things can go right, not how things can go wrong. Because what you focus on, especially in a high stakes, high stress situation, probably going to manifest itself in some form or the other. So focus on the positive outcome and what you want to create. In those situations when the stakes are high, when the stress uh, levels are high, what you want to do, you want to train for that, but don't think about too much. Again, I'm talking about research and uh, data and tools from this book, The Choke. Um, there are a lot of neuroscience research, a lot of re- research on um, athletes who performed in Olympics and other high stakes competitions, right? So it's coming from real life data. When you are in that situation, or maybe you are a golf player and, you know, it's that tournament or whatever the situation, and you need to show up as your best and score and move upwards in uh, your social ranks or in the ranks of golf players. Um, So when you want to do well, prepare well, train, 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 train. And then when the moment comes, be in the moment, focus on the outcome. Don't think about how. Don't think about how it's going to go. Just focus on the outcome you want to deliver. And that's it. Training, thinking about how it should happen before this high stakes event, right? So when you train, focus on the hows, on the details. When you're in it, don't think about us. Just focus on the outcome. And also, remember to lower the stakes of any situation, remember that it's a journey. It's not one task that you want to have in life. It's a destination. And realize that the less stress you're experiencing at any moment, the better performance you deliver. So just take the pressure off you. Your life is not just about this one event. Yeah, you want to get better. Yeah, you want to move forward. But it's not the end of the world. And plus now you know that you're going to do your best when you don't put pressure on yourselves. When you don't focus, when you like don't have this tight grip on the goal, when you just let it go, you train, 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 and then just don't think. Focus on the positive outcome that you want to deliver. Focus on it, meaning just have a picture of what you want to deliver, but don't have this hold, this tight grip on, on it. Like it's got to be this way or no other way, right? Like grinding your teeth almost. No. Focus on what you want to deliver and let it flow. Let your training take over. And because of that, of course, train, prepare, etc. That will boost your confidence and performance like nothing else. But at the moment, just remember, it's a journey. It's not life or death situation. Just focus on the outcome you want to create and let it flow. And that's about it, guys. So we talked about how you can make the other side perceive you in a more positive, we're on the same page um, kind of way, two tools, schema and mimicry. To remember, you know, schema and mimicry. Schema, priming your brain, creating the uh, outline of what the experience with you're going to be. And then mimicry is mimicking the other person, making sure you they think you are on the same page. And that will give you the chance to actually prove them that you are on the same page and you are worthy their attention. And Thinking strategies, don't think about what you want to avoid, only focus on what you want to deliver to make yourself more comfortable in high performing at um, 
high-stress, high-stakes situations, do it in public, practice, do public speaking, do, I don't know, toast, stand up, speak up as often as possible. Always focus on the positive, how things can go right, what you can deliver. And then when you're in the moment, just let it flow. Train before and then let it flow. So hopefully, guys, you found this episode very useful and you can't wait to practice all of this. We have a lot of high-stakes situations in our life all the time now, right? So for the important moments, and there are many of those, just remember these strategies. They are powerful, they are uh, doable, they are research-proved, and practice, 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 and you'll get better. And for me personally, I realized that all of this works when the last public speaking occasion, I actually miss public speaking a lot and I don't know how, but I'm going to make myself speak a lot more in front of other people now that this whole COVID thing is over. I want to speak and speak and speak. And for me, again, it really hit hit me that all this works when at my last public speaking uh, occasion, I prepared and prepared, I trained, and when I showed up there, I wasn't nervous at all, and I went through the whole uh, presentation the way I planned it, and I used all these fancy tools, like um, making people give me a stand-up ovation, uh, standing up and clapping, right? I made it fun, I did some breathing exercises with them to warm them up, and some movement exercises, so it was fun, and I am very proud of this talk, and want to deliver a lot, a lot more of this. So that when it, and before guys, I used to choke all the time at school, at university. I just couldn't deliver like anything that was really good uh, at those moments of high stakes. Uh, and when I started practicing these tools and I turned this around, I'm like, yeah, this actually works. Uh, and it's very powerful and it can change someone's life. So use this, guys. This really can change your life. And you love appearing in front of other people and taking on high-stakes situations and doing public talks. And with that, guys, you'll surpass and go ahead uh, of a lot, a lot of other people who never use these tools, never overcome uh, this disability to perform well at uh, high-stakes situations that will stop a lot of people in their pursuit. So don't let these people be you, right? So let me know uh, what you learned. If you need more information, also let me know, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. Share this episode with a lot of other people who you want to cheer on and who you want to help to do their best, right? So share, ask questions, I'm going to talk to you after Christmas. So if you are celebrating Christmas, happy holidays or any other holiday, holiday, right? So happy holidays, Christmas. I'll speak to you the next week as well. So stay tuned more about creativity and we're going to have another guest. I'm very excited about that. Stay tuned, guys. Have an awesome Christmassy uh, weekend. And thank you for being such an awesome listener all these years. Talk to you very soon.